What is up and welcome back to Unfiltered and Real, the number one podcast in my head. Let me tell you, it feels so good to be back recording this week. Um, We didn't record on Monday, so an episode didn't come out on Tuesday, which was yesterday for us, which was two days ago for you guys. But um, let me tell you, over here at Casa Jalen, it's like construction headquarters. It's Chris, can you shut up? Like y'all see the disrespect that I'd be going through. I'm over here. Are you gonna pay Can you shut up? So anyway. that was right there for our wave right there. That's a tribute to where I anyways. So um yeah, so it's like construction headquarters going on over here. So I was not able to get to it. I have a little bit of time, but they'll be back today at 2.30. It's just a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot going on over here. But yesterday was 420. Like, mm. yesterday was 420, and it was a good 420, man. And Chris, and happy for that. how was your 420? Good. How I'm was your good. weekend? We haven't spoke all weekend. So I went to church on 420 because, you know, I'm saved. I'm like, some you went to church yesterday? There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do they have church on a Tuesday? The Church of Marijuana. <laughs> oh, jeez. So you got high. You, you enjoyed 420, all that it had to offer. I enjoyed 420 being sober. Whoa. You were sober? I wasn't. You were, See, why are you lying to the people? Why are you lying? Guys, What what did you have to eat? Me? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh, it wasn't a good for Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. It wasn't a good for 20. Let me tell you guys. Now, I see a lot of people, like, at seafood places. Oh, I hell seen, no. I've seen people at um Red Lobster. You know, a lot of people just hiding out to eat. I was, at, I was having sushi with some friends. The sushi was so good, <laughs> y'all. The amount of stuff we ordered and ate, we were high and hungry. It was... It was good. And then this morning, I finished some up with my... Up yesterday, I spoke by myself. It was a good 420. Let me just say that. It was a good 420. It was good to have some time off. Like, just, you know, because like I told you guys, I'm not at my job. I'm doing some DoorDash in the day. Love me some DoorDash, quick and easy money. And also, I still have... Well, not construction, but they're still doing some rooms here at my house. So, Still watching over this, but all in all, y'all, Chris is never, like, I don't know these last couple episodes where he be at, like, the recording be here, but he's somewhere else doing something. Chris, what are you doing? I'm taking notes on you. You're not taking no notes on me because you're over there on the computer. I like to be a very scheduled person. So these are lies. These are I'm lies. making a schedule. You, let me tell you how schedules. See, you see my schedule. It's done weekly already. Let me tell you guys how unscheduled Chris is. Okay. We record every every Monday and Wednesday. Every Monday and Wednesday. So at um, last night I went to sleep early because obviously I was high as hell. But besides mm. that, um, I was just tired yesterday. Well, it wasn't really early. It was like. 10 o'clock 11 o'clock but that's early for me but um so chris texts me i um didn't get it because i was asleep and so when i woke up this morning because my phone doesn't come off do not disturb until 8 45 when the alarm goes off and so i seen i had a bunch of missed calls from a lot of people and so i had a text message are we recording today why wouldn't we because we didn't record monday tell the people only if i but they know we didn't record i posted it only if I tell you we're not recording, like the text in the middle of the night, are we recording? Um, yeah. Unless I tell you we're not, that means we still own, we still forego. So last week I told Chris we have a meeting this week. So um, today it comes up, I'm like, Chris, we have a meeting. This Negro then already forgot about it. And I said it on Monday. He doesn't He's remember. Lying. He doesn't remember none of this. He is lying out of so his he mouth. scheduled to go to the um to the tour and scheduled to go to the studio. Lies. We're talking about can we meet tonight. I'm not going to be waiting to the night of the hours after you come from the studio with your hose and your marijuana. And can we have a meeting? No, I have stuff to do. I'm going to DoorDash. I still have YouTube videos to edit because next week, starting next week, be, next week, starting next week, they'll be coming out weekly. 
Let me tell you, y'all, I've been recording this um, bedroom makeover for like a month now, like be, actually being invested in being a YouTuber. I'm like, not Jalen actually being a YouTuber because I started editing and stuff today. And then on top of that, I'm still looking back on some footage from the documentary. It's a lot of it because they like edit stuff a certain way. And we're going back in and we're doing second interviews. I'm excited about that. That on second interview. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because you know, like it's been a whole almost a whole year since we started working on my documentary. And I feel like that's when they're really good. That like that's when they're really, really good. And that's like why we keep, you know, adding to it and like prolonging it. Because it's like when you get to see that growth, you know, because I'm not the same I was when me and Chris sat down and freaking what was that? August, September, when we recorded our in um sit down interview, like uh, not like a lot has changed with us, but like personally wise, like we've both grown elevated and we may not look at things the same that look at things the same way we did in September. And then plus we actually have lives now. So it's a lot more to talk about and to go back in with these second interviews. I'm excited because I know what was said in the first interviews. And so it's like, Oh, so mm, let's see if your mind changed on things. It's just, the, this documentary has probably been my most fun project that I worked on in a while. In a while, honestly. Chris, what's going on in your life? What's going on in... When are we getting music? Speaking about the studio, because, you know, me personally, me personally, you know, I haven't heard music in forever from you. I mean, besides stuff that you let me hear, but, like, actually put out and, like, listen to and not have to go to files and listen to a song while I'm in the car. Well, it's been a while. So what's going on in that world for you? Well, now I've been, I'm starting to start going to the studio weekly now mm. and having set days where I go. Like I told my boy that after we rework our schedule for like when we record, which I think is fine now, our schedule been set since September. Remember? No, don't even count. Like a couple weeks ago, he was like, oh, we got to figure out our uh, schedule. No, but we got it figured out. I just changed it. We're going to, no, we have to figure out next season. Oh, That's what okay. we're having a meeting about for oh. stuff for next season. All right. But yeah, so I'm going to start with money. So I think I'm going to go to the studio Tuesdays then. Tuesdays. Yeah, Tuesdays or Thursdays. And then I work Monday. I think I should do that because I work Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We record Monday and Wednesday. I could go to the studio Tuesdays and, you know, Thursday. Do you guys, let me tell y'all, me and Chris, like, not, like, intentionally, but we have not hung out in probably since Orlando. And I don't even know if we go, we might find some time to hang out, but I don't know if we might not, like, if we might hang out up until the moving date i don't think we will because honestly i mean me and chris we have atlanta coming up um oh yeah we, so yeah, we, we have a trip. but like that's, i'm not driving not me i mean you have to drive at some point not me. you have to drive at some point i won't I mean, let you drive in atlanta because okay we'll be on the side of the road somewhere in atlanta driving but me and chris me and i'm small road but I think I'm just going to let you get us out of Florida. I'll take care of Georgia. And that's the longest part because out of Florida is just like, I think, four hours, three hours. The longest part is outside of Florida, and that's when the cops be on you behind. So I'll take over that. But me and Chris We're are just in the passenger seat in my zone up in the sky with the satellites. Me and Chris are getting ready to go to Atlanta to look for apartments. And me and Anna, let me tell you guys, we're going to give a shout out to Anna because while Chris has been busy, really busy working me and Anna have been busy too let me tell you we have been really busy we have been looking at apartments we have been sending stuff back and forth let me tell you me and Anna are like the perfect team right here we like Snoop I'm, and um what's the white woman name who went to jail what white woman? you know um Martha Stewart oh. that's me and Anna we Snoop and Martha Stewart let me tell you we are a good team and these past couple of days because Chris is never like, well, he's free, but like, you just don't want to go to Chris. Just go to Anna. And so me and Anna be sending stuff back and forth. I'd be high, Anna be drunk. We'd be laughing our ass off. But let me tell you, we'd be getting the work done. And so that's actually another project we have going on. So like, even though we're going to be going to Atlanta soon, it's just not like 
it's not fun because for one, Anna's not there. So it's just like, oh, somebody's missing. And then for two, it's like we it's it's so jam-packed looking at apartments. I had a list full of 10. Anna sent me something I think was about 15 to 20 on hers. Me and Chris will barely even have time to eat. So honestly, I don't think we will have time to hang out until then. I mean, like we do little stuff, like we're going to the beach on Sunday, but me and Chris haven't like hung out. The two of us, especially, we haven't hung out since way before Orlando. Yeah. And it's nothing like we just don't have the same time that I think we used to. Also, have an update for you, Jalen. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Um, we're all listening. Wait, talk. We're all listening. All right. So, um, me and Anna came to a vote. Mm-hmm. No pets, unless it's like something small, like maybe a little rabbit or a snake or something. So you she's know, no her dog. Huh? She's leaving Pepacucha. Well, how you say it? Because Anna listens. Anna listens faithfully. So how you, know, you say the dog name? If she leaves the dog at her parents' house, then she they're going to put it down. But we already discussed that the dog was coming way before all this other pet. And no, when we discussed the dog was coming, we discussed that I wanted a dog for my birthday. Yeah, but we go, let's wait till we get a house. Where's Anna at? Let's wait till we get a house. Is Anna at work? She's at home. You want to give her a call? <laughs> you want to give her a call? I just did. What's she do? Oh. Oh, we. One second. Anna going to listen back to this and then we're like, oh, I was. Oh, this is so interesting. Y'all, this is somebody. How do you give me this while we're in the middle of recording a podcast? I'm getting my dog. Jalen, Jalen. No. Did you guys see that I won the poll? On both, on both, on both. You might win the battle, but I'm going to win the war. I mean, if you... I mean, I don't really see how you win the door. I won. A door magically gets open. No one knows who you know left what? the door That's open. That's fine with me. That's totally fine. I don't need a dog. I don't have to worry about that extra. That First, I don't have to worry about that pet fee because I don't know who is going to pay $600 for some of these pet fees. It ain't going to be me. Either. And then I was like, oh, do I really want to get up? And like go walk a dog like right and now. She said she said you like small dogs anyway. She got a small dog, a little small little mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, How do you say the dog name for real though? Kanapka. Kanapka. Where did I get Pepakushka? Well, Kanapka. Yeah, me and Kanapka can play around. And he cool once he get used to you. You know, once you do a little scratching on him, a little belly scratching and. Stuff so seducing a dog, pretty much because I ain't trying to be hearing all that. Rah, 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 rah. I ain't trying to hear all that. I like how we come with these conclusions without having any kind of type of conversation with the group there. With the group there, maybe if it was a different dog, who said I was getting that dog? You was pushing it, your agenda very hard. No, I wasn't pushing that dog. What I was pushing was you guys kept saying that the dog was ugly, and that dog wasn't ugly. Like to be completely fair, that dog was not ugly. You like, could get like a box, like you know, a little box, you know, a little boxer, you know, them other little dogs that you I want that. a small dog. I never said I wanted a big dog. I told Anna that Anna likes big, but dogs. not just not no damn sit shoe. Anybody want no sit shoe? I think Shizu makes with things are nice dogs. I think when they're just by themselves, they're not. But like a a Shizu and a Yorkie mixed together, you can't tell me that's not a beautiful dog. Oh, no, no, not a Yorkie. And a Yorkie. Yorkie's just barking a lot. That's That's what I'm saying. Like, any barking dog gone. Like, I don't want to deal with... Any dog on planet Earth, really? It's really rare to find, like, a dog that doesn't, like, that barely barks. It's a rare thing. But you know what, y'all? 
just bark towards the norms. You know, you hear something out the door. Okay, a little rough, rough. No, you know, that, that's but, what I'm saying. That's don't be rough, 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 rough. But that's what I'm saying. It's really rare. Like, you know, you got to really train dogs and spend the train money to take them. And I was thinking, because I was watching somebody, Julian Hunter, they're YouTubers. Y'all should go watch them. They have, like, daily vlogs. But they used to have a dog, and they just moved in. They don't have a dog anymore. And so they were like, oh, they want to get a dog. But they made a list of things like priorities that they want to hit before they get a dog. So like they make themselves accountable, like of reaching those things before getting a dog. And they were like, getting a dog during the summertime isn't the best anyway. So it's like, I was like, yeah, that's smart. So I can hold off. It doesn't hurt my feelings that y'all don't like my choices of animals. And the only big dog I like are pits. So that's because the only... When I grew up, I had a pit bull. So that's the only reason why. Though a Rockweiler, no, them things just look like they're going to eat me in my sleep. My mother and my aunts and like my uncle, they love them because they had a Rockweiler when, as they were growing up. And that's all they knew. And they always talking about this Rockweiler. But for me, thing look like it's going to eat me in my sleep. So I'm fine. Even pit bulls turn on you. But that's as close as a big dog when I'm going. I'm really a small dog type of person. Come on, little York, York, shit, shit. Get over there in the corner. And anyway, let's get back on topic. So, have you seen the newest update with the George Floyd case? I have. And let me tell you guys, that's what we were talking about in this episode anyways. I've tried to, you know, keep quiet this whole case because I wanted to wait till the verdict come, came out. And, you know, I'm very pleased with, you know, he was found guilty and all that. But to me, it's not like... I'm not like joyful during jumping jacks because at the end of the day, the stuff that was allowed during this trial is some stuff that are really questionable. Like I literally followed the trial. I watched stuff. I was looking at reports like the stuff that his team was trying to say. And like, yeah, everybody tries to win the case, but it's just some respect level of it and some, you know, things that you say and that you just don't see. And the way they were going about it and the way they were trying to win I just don't agree with it. And I think it was very nasty. And the judge was, from the looks of what the world seen, the judge was really much on Derek's side and um, was, you know, trying to protect him as much as he can. So if it wasn't for the jury, I really don't think that it would be a guilty verdict. That's me just saying. And it's just, and for that to happen, like, for that to happen and not even for us to have a half a day to breathe before hearing about this um 15 16 there's two different ages going around whether she was 15 or 16 makai i think her name is getting a black girl 15 16 years old that video too. getting just gunned down by a police it's like no nothing has and changed I'm, nothing's big i've seen the video and i'm like i was so confused i'm like why with, like I don't believe they even teach us in the you know the classes you know when you're in the police academy why is your gun the first thing you reach for and especially when you see people fighting don't you actually break because it, you know, but that's the you, thing it's not that he could have went for the taser he could have went for, for the pepper taser. spray your taser even at schools you know at Atlantic when they used to fight you think you're pulling out no they brought out that pepper spray everybody dispersed. There's things that you could do. These people choose to go for their gun. They see people of color, and like the only way I can stop them is with the gun. We're not inferior. A taser will take us out just fine. Pepper spray will stop us just fine. Like she's 15 or 16 years old. Do you really think a taser wasn't going to hurt her? Like, do you yeah, think right. pepper spray wasn't going to get the job done because she had a knife because she was protecting what? herself in her yard? I believe that these people came to jump her and. Because people were coming to jump her. She was protecting herself the best way she knew how to. Yeah, maybe it wasn't with the knife, but does that mean that you kill somebody? I just don't get it. Like, I'm happy for the George Floyd case, how it turned out, because finally we're actually seeing examples made out of these people. But we're not. I don't really look people. at it like that, though, Chris. I no, don't no, see no. an example being made. I we... see, uh, well, y'all, we got to throw... We got to throw one person out there, y'all. We got to just throw somebody out there because they're going to keep coming for it. Because these are what these people are thinking. You know, going on Twitter yesterday and seeing some of these comments, let me tell you, Twitter always pulls them out. But going and seeing some of these people saying that um, 
You know, yeah, we just got to give them what they want. Give them one person. I'm glad this happened. We need to give them what they've been asking. We don't want just one person or this person. We don't, we're not sitting here counting. Yeah, we got one. Yeah, we got two. We want to be equal. Like the fact that that man could shoot that girl yesterday, if that was a black person, it would have been an issue. We haven't even heard about, you know, whether he's been charged, whether he's been picked up. It reminds me of the lady officer who killed somebody a couple of weeks ago. And it took her like a couple of days, weeks for them to make her resign, make her finally charge her, arrest her like the bond. Like it just if it was a black person, this stuff would be immediate. Yeah, we want that's to the crazy part. Equal. And it's just not happening. They it's- feel like they don't. OK. Derek put him in jail all this you know and he probably isn't gonna get that much time and I bet you he getting like 60 he, something years even if he gets that he will never serve that much time I'm telling you guys he will never serve that much time because they think they feel like okay put him in there for 25 years people will forget because that man can come out in 25 years and still have that's a good sense that's better be, than seeing you know the ones that who do shit like this and get but that's five not years, that's not years, better and it's not better out. because in the in the picture of it you're looking at this beautiful picture but you're not looking at like the paint that it took the stuff like the blood is done 25 you years have to understand too it's not going to be like instant we are but that's the thing that's the thing step. that's what i'm saying chris it's the fact that it's not instant but if it was a black person Everything would be instant. We're not asking for something to happen overnight. What we're asking for is to be treated equally. And if you want to be treated equally, you have to start doing stuff the same way you would do it for the other race. If it was a white person in this predicament, the black person would have been charged. This happened, what, almost a year ago? It was a year ago. We seen no, we seen like we seen the difference when it came to the Capitol. Okay. You know, Black Lives Matter protests went out there. They had everything out there, National Guard. The whites do the same thing, storm the Capitol. Like, we see the difference. I just don't get, like, why these people don't keep be like, damn, yeah, I ain't learned from the last one. Like, they see what just happened. They don't Every- learn because they have nothing to be held up. Like, they have nothing that they're going to go against. Like, they're the princes and they're the kings and this is their world. And until we change it, then you, there's nothing else to do. There's nothing else to talk about. And that doesn't happen with rioting and looting and all that stuff. It happens by making changes, running for government, people running for state assemblies, people running for school board stuff, people trying to make difference, building community centers, teaching things. These are how these things are going to happen. These are how these things are going to form. And that's why I'm so excited to you know get Jane um, unfiltered up and running because my organization is going to be about helping people when I have enough money, building a community center, building things where I can teach things and let people be themselves and having something to go to. And you know, what really aggravates me, Chris, Mm. is this whole thing that black people believe that they have to be ghetto or like they have to act this way. Or like, um, if you're not acting how a normal black person is, another black person looks at you, oh, you whitewashed, or you're an Oreo, or you're this, or you're that. And it's like, why is it that ghetto is being Black? Or why is it that's being loud in an NFL player or cheerleader? Or what, like, all the why is this being Black? Or oh, a Black person, when they get in high school or Little League, they're supposed to be playing football. They're supposed to be doing this. They're supposed to be doing that. And, you know, we talk about this a lot in my documentary, but it's like, why can't a person be a person? Why is it that they have standards that they have to live up to? Like, it just, it annoys me that if you're not ghetto, then you're not black. You Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Because <clears throat> based off, like, my speech, people might be like, oh, he is square. Even at work, they'd be like, oh, I'm a square. I'm like, yeah, 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 you don't know about my charges. But it's like, I just feel as like black people, we have to carry ourselves a certain way. I know James Brown had a concert and like right after Martha Luther King died and literally a whole lot of black people started hopping on his stage and he was pretty much like, relax, relax. We have to conduct ourselves a certain way. We can't act like animals. We can't act like this. We got to act like we have sense. You know, I feel like we just got to act like we have sense. Yeah, it's okay to slur your words, use slang, all this and that when you're with your friends and them. 
But when you go be that's the thing. They they look at that like, no, this is how I want to be all the time. And there shouldn't be a problem with that. Like, I'm black. This is how but like I'm not saying that's how everybody thinks, but that's a good amount of them. They think Mm -hmm. like, no. Why should I have to change? This is me. And it's like, you don't got to change. There's an issue with it. And I'm going to say that like, there's an issue. For the black people, especially the ones out in Florida, even me, I wanted to get my dress, you know, get my wigs, do what I want to do with my hair, get, go, drop a whole wall too. And yeah, I would have had all that, but guarantee I'll still be having perfect speech when I'm with certain places. I'd still be talking a certain way. When, I, when, I, when I'm with my people, I'd be talking to them a certain way too. You just got to know how to act in the right spots and times because although you know just because we wear our clothes a certain way we dress a certain way that don't always have to be us we could do things differently we carry ourselves a different sort of way you know because off rip once someone sees that like you know they see someone sagging their pants or doing you know what the dress and goals they're gonna feel a type way they can be like oh they're going to already think something of you off rip. And that's, and that's, and I don't know, like, that's kind of like ties to all the gang stuff and all the, you know, they want to be this, they want to be like a favorite rapper, but what they got to understand being a street person is the people who look low key, that'd be the people who really be running shit. The people that don't even look like they affiliated or nothing, that'd be the people. So I'm saying people who might be a square or you might think, oh yeah, they, all right running the whole damn or uh fucking organization you don't know so you, know, you gotta you gotta submerge yourself in this like in life period you could look one way but on the inside can be totally different just when you out in public carry yourself a different way a certain type of way where you don't gotta be followed you don't people ain't stopping you you know all that mm-hmm. you can't you be and then for the ladies too i can't always be rowdy wanting to fight y'all this go down to the struggle, people in the struggle, bro. Y'all, if y'all want to be in there, fine. Continue doing what I want to do. But if y'all want to make it out, then y'all got to change who y'all is and how y'all act. Y'all cannot continue to be ratchet, ghetto, loud, hot, cheeto. Bro, y'all can't be on that city girl shit. Y'all got to be on it. And it goes different. into the whole fraud aspect. Like, people are like, um, you not like me. I got money. I don't want to be like you. Like, because cause that's not is, your money. money. Long term, your money's short term. Like, you can might have 20000 from that jet and all that other stuff. But <laughs> I can, I see if people, I wanted to be on it, I, I could people. be on it too. But I ain't trying to be on it. Because at the end of the day, they always get caught. They don't get a year people later. They always later. get caught. And that's what I've always told people. And I see people moving out, getting these expensive cars living by themselves and having their own apartment. I have a lot of people that I graduate that stay in Miami right now. People don't understand All people don't understand the IRS and the government and like, okay, how are you getting this money out of nowhere? Like large, like they don't get it. I ain't even going to get into it on here, but they don't get how to conduct themselves when they doing this stuff. It all know. goes down to it. Like I would rather like if, if it came down to it, like I would rather be in a one-bedroom apartment with three people slaving it, making honest money, building up to something, then having my own place and sitting here struck like living good, but it only gonna last for 25 years before I get caught right. in. Right. When I was a kid, I used to watch all those movies like New Jack City or you know, all the cartel drug gangster drug movies, and I always plan out how I'd run my organization. But another thing is what, what comes with that life is that okay. Anytime the police could come, they could probably have a file on you, wiretaps, all that. Anytime they could come after you. And you Anytime. never know who's up with the feds. So that's the thing. Like, that's why I put in it. And although, you know, you get money fast, it might be good. But when you do that legitimately and nobody could take what you earned away from you, it feels better. When you put in the harder, the hardest work you could ever put into something, when you're able to sit back, it just feels way better. Like, you really, it felt worth it. The work felt when it all comes down to like what's you know I talked about this last episode. What is your niche? Like, what are you into? What are you going after? That's what it comes down to. You know, when you look out and you see people, they're starting something or they're growing or they're big on this social media. What are they going for? What's their niche? Like, what's their target audience? Like, what is it that they're working towards? Like me, and that's why you see I have different things that I do differently. And they never cross each other. My 
podcast life is my podcast life. I get um I'm way more open on this than anything else because like a podcast, it's where you sit down, you open up about your life. People listen to it, they learn from it. We all listen to podcasts. We all want to hear like some advice what the next person have to say. And a lot of you guys have told me, oh, listen to your podcast have made me feel this way. Like I learned this. That's what this is for. But then when I go on YouTube, that's a different type of Jalen. Like that's a more like still being a hundred percent me, but like more fun, goofy, exciting life. Like what am I doing outside of this? You know, then I have documentary that's work, Jalen work. Like there's different sides of me and yeah. everybody gets something different, but guess what? Yeah. Each thing I'm doing, I have a niche. I have a reason that I'm doing each thing and each different thing can make me honest money if i do it the right way and that's the thing also is people try to make honest money for like a month and they give up because like oh it's not coming fast enough it's not going literally i don't even know if it's still here like see this is the quote of the day that pops up on my phone it says results happen over time not overnight work hard stay consistent and be patient we have we're about to hit a year oh shoot (laughs) y'all whoa Oh my God. I didn't even we're we passed the year. We passed the freaking year. I'm I'm whoa. What the freak? A year was actually on Saturday. What the heck? I had a whole episode planned out and everything. Well, congratulations. We just been working with our heads down. Huh? We just been working with our heads down. I didn't even realize this Wednesday, April 21st. Wednesday, April 17th was the first episode. That um, Future in the Real came out. It was on a Friday. That's so crazy. I just want to thank all you guys real quick that's been sticking around for a full year. Our numbers have just been doing wonderful lately. I've been looking at them. I know y'all have been seeing me post them and all that stuff. And the other day, I think it was Friday's episode, or no, Thursday, because they don't come out on Friday no more. I posted to my Insta story. In the first 30 minutes, we had 1.3 thousand listeners. 1.3 thousand listeners you guys are just coming harder than i don't know like the way you guys are listening so eager like 30 like who listens to something like in the first 30 minutes that it came out like that's like my youtube video i had like three people watching it when it first premiered but like overall it was like 60 something that was my first ever youtube video 60 almost 70 viewers all together so like nothing really ever happens at the beginning but for you guys the first 30 minutes of friday episode to have that many Listeners, I'm just so ecstatic. And I'm gonna I'm I'm just say that for anything, people need patience. And that's like the thing that I get like 90% of people don't have. They don't have patience to, you know, see, you know, their work paid off. Like, I'm like, Jalen say he got a podcast, Jalen, YouTube, Jalen, 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 business, Jalen, different Jalen's. You got podcast, Chris, Gamer, Chris, Stock, Chris, Studio, Chris. I got mixed personalities myself, but it's like, I'm setting in seeds that I know aren't paying off now, but in the future they're gonna pay off. Couple months they're gonna pay off. You, you know, people gotta... ask me, they're like, "Oh, do you make um, money from your podcast and this, that, and the third? I'm like, when I first started and I was with my production team, I was making money, doing just fine. Five hundred this episode, three hundred this episode, seven hundred. It was just fine. Now, well, as you guys know, since I think this is our second season. We let no, or is this our first season alone? I think season two. I don't know. No, this is our first season. Like, well, first new fresh season. I know. I think second season we were still. Okay, so yeah, this is like my first, and I think yeah, it's been a little. This season has been a little up and down and all over the place. But that's what it is when you're figuring things out on your own, and when you're doing stuff on your own, and you're building your own brand. And this season has very much been about rebranding and trying to see if our followers are still there, fighting to get full access to see all of you guys and all like we can only see each hour how many people listens each hour so for me to know that we're rebuilding and rebuilding great and to know overall on an episode we're averaging like between 15 and that twenty-two thousand mark i know that there's still some loyal ones there yeah we may have lost like four or five thousand when the production went away and you know they were bringing those four or five thousand people well, hell, they was bringing all 22,000 probably besides like 1,000 of me and Chris is just, you know, people that we know. But like besides that, it's just like, dang, y'all have really stayed loyal. And yeah, that right now means more to me than a paycheck because I know when the time is right and the money's right, I will have the people there. I will have the numbers to 
to back it up. So that doesn't phase me. It's just like with YouTube and like I've been digging into YouTube a lot and asking people and communicating with people because I'm really trying to grow and grow the right way. I'm not just jumping on, you know, oh, this is me going vlogging or doing this. Like you can't just do that because you'll never get no, you don't know. It's just like when you learn a subject in school and you're learning this math equation, you want to know the best way to do it so you can help out the next person in class or do this set in a third. Like me and Anna were talking about her starting a YouTube channel. And I'm glad that I know the information I know and know this. So if she ever needs some pointers, I can be like, yeah, this is how you do this, or this is the great way of attempting that. Like, I like learning and to master something. So when it is time for the money to come in, all I have to do is just everything that I've been practicing, put it in effect. For YouTube, you need four, you need 9,000 watch hours, 4,000 watch, something around there. 900 watch hours something it's hard to get those watch hours you just need a thousand subscribers that's the easy part that's the easy part the hard part is getting those nine thousand or four thousand watch hours that means somebody has to watch you know i'm only at like an hour or two hours right now so it's like everything comes with time and that's no issue but you have to be authentic in whatever you do and it's not going to happen overnight so you're just doing this to make some money it's not going to work like that you know chris anything um i say for people bro just keep your heads down and continue to just keep working find you your niche find something you're interested into it here's the, your moment to really jump off the building you gonna fly or you just gonna hit the ground that's it you have to take risk while you young or while you old you just gonna still be in the back of that damn mcdonald's <laughs> you know something and before we get in our next topic before COVID happened, I think that we had these dreams, Chris, and we had, you know, we had an idea of how we wanted to get to those dreams. And I feel like so much has happened, like, you know, since COVID started and anybody that's new or anything, you know, I was over the summer, I was staying with Chris. That's when we was pumping out a lot of episodes and stuff like that. But in like, work-wise like so much like evolution wise we've grown into different people since the beginning of COVID and you know there's some people who say like they got depressed or like they didn't grow or like they don't understand how like people were finding like happiness or like finding something out of it and to be honest I can't give you the answer I, I can't give you the answer all I know is I had these ideas and once COVID happened and there was nothing to do and everybody was looking like how the hell can I work I feel like me and Chris just never gave up on knowing that we're going to find a way to fund our dreams. And that's what you have to do first. And I think now that we're so busy and we're working and we're doing this and we're saving and planning on moving out, it's like we're funding our dreams yeah, by just that was, working That hard. was step one on yeah. the roadmap. Step one is finding a way to fund your dreams. That's it. After you find a way to fund your dreams and get what you need to really open up shop and do the things you want to do it's over after that the hard work paid off and you know what i put in some more work but the hard part over you know what i told um what i told um some people you know um family friends different people were asking like and especially me they were like Jalen, why do you want to move out and like stuff like that and all this and to be completely honest with everybody and i think i've said this before on this podcast is I don't have to move out. Like, I'm perfectly fine. I don't pay rent. My mother doesn't want me to go anywhere. I just had a whole room makeover. Chris is seeing part of it right now because I'm in my room and just a little sneak peek. My I bed is it. 10 times higher. It's like, whoo, got to jump to get in that thing. But um, I don't have to leave. But one thing for me, and I think this is part two for me, is like, okay, I got funding to my dream. How can I grow my dream? And if you know anything, it's all about networking. Networking and building yourself is like probably number one. Probably before even funding, I would think about networking. Like, how can I grow? And one thing I've always said is that when you work with friends or like you get around people who's motivated and like just as hungry for it, just as much as you are, is this type of thrill and adrenaline that you get that you just want more of it. Like you want to be great at everything. You just want to succeed. So for me, my answer is always, well, like, 
I know these two people can motivate me in ways that nobody else can. The fire that everybody has, like nobody wants to be like the next person. Everybody wants to be themselves. Everybody wants to add something to this world, not be an extra in this world. And that's an important thing. And for me, that's step two, you know, like you have to look at it like, how can they help me? And not looking at it like in a selfish way, like, oh, just using these people, but like, how can they help me and how can they benefit? And I'm pretty sure everybody looks at the same thing. Like, okay, I'm moving in with somebody like, well, I know some people just be moving in and just to pay the half of get rent down. But like, how can I, like, what can these people offer me? You know, Chris? Yeah. Anything you want to add before we move on? Nah. Sorry, y'all, I was drinking on breakfast. So, well, it's lunch now. Let's move on to this next topic. And this is more like a film talk thing. And it's somewhere in the realm where we were just talking about, but like this whole makeover to my room really got me started thinking about life makeovers, if that made any sense. And to me, life makeovers come down to you're in a point in your life and you're going through things. How can you better those? Or how can you change those? And sometimes for people that's changing their style or changing the way they do things and all those different things. So, Chris, when you talk about life makeovers, what's a good first thing to start with? Um, I'd say probably understand your situation see the variables in your situation then start knocking down walls certain walls that don't need to be there open up space you know give yourself space give yourself time for things that you're trying to do to you know remodel your life then you know just build on after you knock down the things that didn't need to be there anymore start building on to your life you know, certain things you might need that you don't have. Start working for things. Pretty much like to, you know, remodel your life, rebuild it. Take all the access things that don't need, that you don't need shit. Put them out in the trash, man. Yard sale. Someone come pick it up. You don't need it no more. And you then, know, you got something? Go ahead. You know, when doing this whole room makeover, it came to me like, even down to like picking the floors that's in my room now. What represents you? Like what makes you who you are? And the old me, like what well, you guys can't see, but behind me, I just have two pictures on my wall. The old me, like I had a whole wall of pictures and like just looking back in memories. And the old me lived in the past, lived in the whole what's next so what are we doing how can we like savor what we're going through and for me i think the thing was that i had to let go of the past i had to let go of the hurt i had to let go of the grudges i had to let go of not knowing what was next and stop being scared of what was next you know that's the most important thing is that you can't be scared of what's to come. And so that's what this wall behind me and, you know, going into my room to when I upload it on YouTube is going to talk more about is that this is just a fresh start. Like it's clean slate. There's nothing more that I'm scared to share that I'm scared to talk about. I'm very minimal in this room, as you can see, and it's a big difference from my other room, but it's also a big statement. Like, excuse me, my sheets are white. My bedding is white with like a little black strip. That goes to, I'm just, um, I'm open. I'm free. There's nothing for me to hide. There's nothing for me to be scared of. And I really just appreciate the fact that I'm able to get to this new place. You know, and Chris, if you want to hit on this, if you want to on when I'm done, but I just think, I was a very negative person a couple of months ago. I just think that I was very much so like, I knew I had depression, but I was letting it handle me instead of me handling it. Like I was Mm. always going through something and it's like, there's ways to avoid it. 
You just have to learn how to handle it and don't let it handle you. You have so much to look forward to. You have so many dreams that you want to aspire. How do you get to that next point? And for me, that was letting go of that baggage. And something like a room makeover, a.k.a. a life makeover, just opens your life. Like you have to learn how to start giving stuff like meanings behind it, symbolic meanings. And that picture wall was one for me. I was holding on to so much. I let go. And once I let go, like this last month and a half, perhaps two months almost, I just feel like such a lighter, happier, well, I am lighter, <clears throat> 30 pounds, but I just feel like much more of a happier, lighter person in life. Like I'm just going with the flow and I'm enjoying everything that God has put in front of me, no matter what work obstacle it was, yeah. you know? I think I agree with like what you were saying with like, you know, understanding what's happening and, you know, not letting it control you. I feel like a lot of people need to understand that. And I just seen like a girl post on her story, like she's tired of, I guess, diagnosing herself or being mentally ill. She's going to start self-diagnosing herself and, you know, not literally late just because you could be X or you could be Z or Y. Don't let that run your life. You run your life. You choose how to act how you want to act. It might affect you, but hey, bro. Yeah, I think, and I want you guys all to understand when I was saying what I'm, I'm not saying like I'm cured. Like I definitely still have days where like I wake up and it's like, you know, hard, like not too, I think Monday yet. Yesterday I had a complete breakdown in my car. Like I had lost my wallet for like a couple seconds, but like I was just thinking negative thoughts and it wasn't even like about the wallet anymore. It was like, like, why is this happening to me in life? Like, why is this? Like, I do nothing to any, like, it was it's just, just like, a wallet. <laughs> it was a whole breakdown. I'm I'd like, been like, if I would have watched that, I'd be like, Jalen. I'm like, no, I was in my car. I'm driving. I'm screaming. I'm swerving. Like, oh, and it was just like, and what people don't understand is like, yeah, people who have issues like that, like something just that simple can take over you. And what I did was I was like, Jalen, stop for a second. Breathe retrace your like think like think hard like where could this thing be and i knew exactly where the wallet was when i got home i went and got it let me tell you how nervous i was i was up on that on the dmv trying to schedule an appointment to go get me a new license it was no appointments to next week i'm all the way in orlando looking if there was any open appointments like but it's like it's not calls for like just relax like just be you and everything is just so much better and these last couple of months have been the best months of my life and i'm just enjoyed every last minute of them and just soaking them in you know what's so funny is i have um these pictures right here from when we yeah. were in orlando they're just sitting on my desk i'm just like i'm just such like i so want like i was over i want to be this person again like i had so well i am this person now I had so much fun in Orlando. Like this yeah, it's smile. just like just look at the pictures. Like look at the light, the the day. You know, even the night, everything. Like it was a fun trip. Like we had fun. It was really like fun. the pictures are just a memory. It just takes you back. Like ah, uh, we were just you know going out to eat, and we were you know at the parks and everything. We were having fun. It was it was so much fun, and you know, um, I'm just so excited, and I don't think like. I'm really, y'all, I'm praying. I'm praying this food's canceled for my birthday. Because not saying I don't want to go with my family. I really do love them. But I just feel like I've done family things for my birthday. So last year was like the first time I really didn't do like a family thing on my birthday. And still I had cousins there. Like, I just want to do a trip that's not like family oriented. And I'm about to be 20 and I really have some... I have California in mind. It's actually the number one thing. So if this group don't go, I'm just taking all my money for that and we going to California, y'all. But um, what was I saying? It just, like, being in that headspace, like, on vacation with everybody having fun, laughing, and just, like, leaving everything at the hotel door and just, like, let not picking up until it was time to come back home. Like, I just enjoyed living in the moment. I feel like a lot of people need to do that more. Just live in the moment. Enjoy it. Whatever happens, happens. The fact that we ended up at the liquor store waiting for some random person to come up, like just never done stuff like that in my life. Like in like just experiencing things. Like I have some videos of me and Anna when we were setting up the room before you came in with all the balloons and stuff and us blowing. It was just fun. 
And also, like, people need to get to that more often in life. Just have fun and just enjoy it. Like, that's the most important thing, enjoying everything that comes your way. I think that's pretty much it, guys. We covered everything I wanted to talk about. We talked about the George Floyd case. We talked about the little girl that that's so sad. We talked about our fam talk. We covered a lot today. I think we did a great job. You guys know Chris has got to go to the studio because he doesn't time management good enough. That's neither here nor there. And let me tell y'all, we was talking before this happened. No, let me tell y'all about the other day how Chris hung up on me. Stop lying. Hung you hit the hung me. up button. I, just I hung I up because he was not trying to have a conversation. Am I lying? See, Jalen's just a path- No, we can't hear you. You're not speaking into the mic. I need to know if I'm lying. Jalen's just a pathological liar. One, he hung <laughs> up on me. What? <laughs> he hung up on me. Because? At nothing. Be- no, it is something because Chris didn't want to talk. He I was trying to, to hang up on me. He was trying to hang up on me. Let me tell you how the last time I talked to Chris before Monday was last Thursday. Last Thursday. Thursday. When was it? That was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That was five days, y'all. Five days. So I'm like, let me call him. Sure, he's going to want to talk to me. We haven't talked in a week. Sure. I'm telling him we're not recording. I'm trying to tell him what's going on in my life and at this crazy house over here. And he wants to get off the phone with me. Is that not what happened? You done? We can't hear you. You done with your propaganda? I'm finished. Was that not what happened? That's not what happened. Chris, that's so what happened. Anyway, guys, he's done with his propaganda. Guys, I love you guys so much. I'm so tired of this heathen right here. Make sure you guys go like. No, this isn't YouTube. Make sure you guys go follow me at jmfilter on Instagram. Follow Chris at k.aappe. Follow on Filter and Real. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel at Jalen Benjamin. Like and comment. I'm your host, Jalen Benjamin. Until next time, bye.